Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's time to wake up with a nice cup of morning roast. Featuring the Fillmore's finest, Monte Hill. Uh, the pride of the Excelsior uh, Club, your boy Shafty. You're listening to 95.7 The Game, the morning roast. It all goes to Curry. Curry waiting for a screen. Get the screen pass to Jackson Davis on time, on target. Another dunk. And Jackson Davis has a 13-point second quarter with 7.17 to go. 13 points in five minutes. I mean, that's impressive. Hello there. Impressive that was from Trace Jackson Davis last night. This is the morning roast. No, this is not Bonte Hill. Bonte's running a little bit behind right now. So uh, Sam Lubman and FP Santangelo starting the show off, but Bonte will be here soon. And uh, Warriors get a great win over the Lakers last night to start the second half of the post-All-Star break segment of the season off, winning 128-110. to Trace Jackson Davis, man, going off in that second quarter. Drops 13 points in that second quarter there. And great way to start the uh, the post-All-Star break. Uh, FP, you were at that game last night. How was it? It's great, man. A great vibe. But how many tardies does Bonte get before he gets detention? Uh, that is a Matt Nahigian question, so I will let him answer that one. This is the you know this is one thing I always am impressed with with Bonte Hill is uh, being able to do these these post game shows after know, Warrior dude. games, and then somehow still waking up and, and coming in and dealing with myself and Spadoni and Shasky uh, the morning afterwards. It's uh, it really is impressive. So, but yeah, the, he he will be here soon. <laughs> he's co- he's coming in hot. He's probably driving fast right now. So we'll have him drive safe, Bonte. Probably Don't around, run red lights. Probably right? around. No, drive the win. Don't drive safe. Put a helmet on. Run red lights. Get here by six thirty. This is. But uh, get, getting back to your question, it was a good night at Chase last night. Uh, the crowd was into it. I mean, Trace Jackson Davis. Those thirteen points you're talking about came in five minutes. In the second corner, 17 points in 15 minutes, just dominating. Steph Curry went for 32, 8 assists, 128-110 win. Uh, now they're trading the sixth seed by four games. So it was good to see the Warriors. And we were waiting we were waiting for Clay to score, but you know he did a nice job off the bench with his assists, passing, made some big passes. Uh, didn't have probably the game he wanted statistically, but it's all about the wins right now, man. They're, they're, they're playing. Everything's a playoff game now. Until the end of the season, so they go to twenty eight and twenty six. They're nine and two in their last eleven, trending in the right direction. I turn on Get Up on ESPN this morning. It's the first thing they're talking about is the Warriors and how they're relevant again. All of a sudden, I mean they're always relevant, but but now they're in the discussion and they're trending the right way. So uh, it was cool to be there last night. I mean, thanks to Raymond Ritter for leaving a few tickets for me last night. Big game against the Lakers. And Sam, the, the one my one takeaway is, is they played really well last night, and it was fun to watch. Draymond uh, was doing Draymond things with with uh, well, how many assists did he have last night? I think he had seven rebounds. It's not about the stats right now; it's about the effort, the attitude. But like I'm watching the Lakers, 
And like I said yesterday during the show, I grew up a Lakers fan because of Magic Johnson. When I was a kid, like 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. Um, wasn't a Warriors guy back then. In Sacramento, we didn't have a team. So I was, I, I liked the Showtime Lakers. I watched it. Last night, I knew Anthony Davis, and that's it. And I'm watching guys run around in Lakers uniforms, and I didn't know anybody. Now, I, I don't, you know, follow the Lakers closely, but it, with LeBron out, at first I thought LeBron wasn't there. He kind of showed up in the second quarter, sat on the bench, the white hat, and I was pissed. I was sitting, I was sitting with Goo, and he, Guru and I, he was right next to me, and I was like, "Is LeBron here? Did he make the trip?" And he's like, "I don't know." And then finally we saw LeBron. I'm like, "Man, if he went All Star break, played in the game." Couldn't take an hour flight with his team. I was about to blow him up on the show I mean, today. Just the fact that he's showing up to the bench late, but I guess no. He's probably getting treatment. Game. He's probably getting treatment. That's true. That's that's what I thought. He's probably getting treatment because the guys that need to play get treatment. A lot of times, if if you're missing a game, you'll show up late uh, because you're you're getting whatever cert fixed. But he was there. But point is, I I, I don't know. I didn't know one of the. I'm looking at the box score right now. I don't. I don't. Davis is you, Prince. You don't. You're not. You're not familiar with Austin Reeves. I, I, I know. I, I know who they are, but those aren't yeah. Lakers, dude. It, it that feels, is. That isn't. That isn't um, the Showtime Lakers with it's Michael very far Cooper. Far from the Shaq and Kobe Lakers, or the or the Kobe and Powell Lakers. Yeah. It. I've always. Or James like, Worthy, what, or yeah. Magic Johnson, or what, this Kareem. Is five of LeBron on the Lakers now. And Michael still... Cooper rolling his pulling his socks up to his knees, playing defense. That that that, that team. I don't know who Max Christie, Spencer Dinwiddie, Jason Hayes, Jalen Hood, Shafino, Skyler Mays. I mean, this is why why the Lakers are are still hanging around. The Dylan Whitler. Right I don't Despite know having LeBron and AD two of the best players in the NBA right now. I don't know these guys. Maybe I should. I don't. And I was like, that just doesn't. Look, how are they three games over? I guess LeBron. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's LeBron and the AD effect. When you have two guys like that. I mean, you're you're always going to be in the mix, and then of course, you know, I think uh, I was watching the uh, the, the pregame show uh, yesterday on NBC, you know, with uh, with Bonte Festus and uh, and Monty Poole, and uh, towards the end of it, Monty had a a very uh, interesting take that I kind of agreed with. Is this when you have that Laker brand, you're going to start getting more calls, and I go back to that. Uh, Saturday double overtime, that Saturday night double overtime game a couple months ago between these two teams when I think well, they were like plus 27 or something uh, in free throws, the Lakers were. And I was at that game, FP. There was not plus 27 uh, uh, worth of free throws or free throws worth of fouls that the Lakers got in that game. His point was when, when you're the Lakers, you get those calls. Those calls help you get extra points. Those extra points are going to keep you hover around the ninth seed despite a bunch get, of guys you don't know. Do you think you get calls because you're the Lakers? I mean, I. You get. The, the, Max Christie gets calls. Well, LeBron James and Anthony Davis certainly will. Well, yeah, okay. Austin Reeves certainly will. I mean, we saw it happen in the playoffs. All why last why year. doesn't Steph get calls? I've never understood that one. It makes no sense to me. It, it's it's one of the most frustrating and, and vexing things I've seen as a basketball fan. Seeing this guy, just this little you know stick of a man, sometimes getting absolutely thrown all over the court. He's got those scratches all over his body. And he's got no free throws to show for it. Like, if he got the whistle that Luca has gotten, or the whistle that James Harden has gotten in his career, like, my God, we're, we're, like, he'd be so much higher up on 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 the scoring list. It's it's ridiculous, FP. What was your what was the story of the game for you last night? Was it Steph thirty two? Uh, he scored twenty five in the first half. Was it Wiggins? I think twenty points was the story of the game for me last night. He's starting to beat Wiggins again. Andrew Wiggins playing like he did a couple of years ago. All of a sudden. 
uh, was it Kaminga dude? I mean, I'm very big on the on the baby dubs, as I like to call them. TJG, uh, Brandon Pajemski, Jonathan Kaminga. Uh, Kaminga dropping only 12 points last night. Uh, you know, Pajemski another 10. But yeah, Trace Jackson Davis dropping that 17 off the bench there. Those thir- that you know huge 13 in the second quarter. I love seeing the young guys getting involved uh, on a night to night basis because. You know, for better or worse, obviously they are the future. And Draymond said it after the game. You know, he was he was interviewed by uh, by Zena Keda uh, courtside after the game. He pretty much said, you know, I love the trajectory of this team and these young guys. They are they are bringing us to life. You know, they are they are really injecting some energy into this team, and that's what you need. I mean, we we were talking yesterday about you know finding that motivation to get up for these midseason games, and. When you have guys like Brandon Pajemski who provide that energy, like TJD who provide that energy, that energy is going to translate to the veterans, and they're going to pick that up. And that's where you have game, nights like last night where just everything's clicking, and the Warriors just blow away this Lakers team, uh, wrap things up. You know, everyone starts checking out at you know six minutes left in the fourth quarter, and I was like, oh, thank God, because I was, your, your boy was tired uh, going into that fourth quarter. There, you know, it's when you're waking up as early as we do uh, towards the end of the week, you really start to feel it, and so around. You know, nine o'clock last night. I'm starting to get a little. You know, the eyes are getting a little bit heavy. And then all of a sudden, I hear up oh, and uh, Darvin Ham has pulled all the starters. And it's like, oh, thank God! Now I can go to bed. Um, but that that's in part because of when you have these young guys contributing like they do, and they're popping off like they are. You get those wins like last night. That's what stuck out to me, FP. I know you you were there though. What was catching your attention there last night at the game besides uh, the Daryl the Guru Johnson experience? <laughs> that was a good sp- experience watching a game with him. We had a good time. Uh, Trace Jackson Davis with Anthony Davis. They were pulling him to the top of the key. There was a mismatch there, and it was either Trace Jackson Davis with a dunk or Clay was going to be open for a three. I, I was waiting for Clay to score, man. That was locking into the whole six man story last night. He didn't even get shots off. I mean, when you look at his line from last night, where is it? Uh, he, he attempted nine field goal attempts last night. That's it. He scored three points. But I, it, like he said, he's embracing the role. But then when he came out of the game, I'm watching body language on the bench, and he's kind of sitting there and he's getting all fidgety. And when he was getting fidgety, I was watching. I don't I don't think he's real comfortable with this. I don't think he's ever going to be real comfortable with this. I think he's, he's telling us – I think he's trying to wrap his mind around it I think his quotes are sincere about it, but I just don't think he's comfortable with this. Well, I imagine it's it's not going to be overnight where he just becomes like he could say you know all the all the right things. You know, I'm going to learn this new role. I'm going to accept it. He can cite other guys. You know, like Mono Ginobili. Steve Kerr brought up Andre Iguodala in terms of a precedent, but there's no way you're just going to accept that new role. I mean, FP, you were around a lot of big leaguers a lot. I mean, were you around guys who you know they're in the starting lineup every day, and then all of a sudden they're on the bench? I mean, how well did they take it? I don't know. Ask every giant last year because they were either starting or on the bench halfway through the game. There you go. So, I mean, it's when you have, I mean, he might know what his role is going forward coming off the bench. That's what you're going to do. He can say that he's accepting of that. If, if it takes a few weeks for him to truly come to terms with that, like, I'm not going to get mad at that. That's just human nature, you know, at, at, at this level. You're conditioned when you're Clay Thompson your entire life. You've been starting, you know, every every night. He he played twenty eight minutes though. Steph's the only guy that played more minutes. Steph played thirty one minutes and forty seven seconds, and Clay played twenty eight minutes and fourteen seconds. So he came off the bench, but he played the second most minutes of anybody in the game last night. Well, and I think therein lies kind of the, the rub there, FP. And this is something that that Bonte's hammered a lot. And you know, I try to always listen to him when he says these kind of things because he's he's usually right on these matters. And we were talking about it last night when he was driving into uh, to Warriors pregame. It's not about who starts. 
It's never been about who starts this year. It's always been about who finishes. And that's, you know, I always try to pay attention there. Who's on the court in the final five minutes of a close game? Uh, and last night it wasn't a close game, so it didn't really matter who was on the court. Clay got a lot of minutes in that fourth quarter. He played eight minutes in that fourth quarter, uh, in part because they just didn't, you know, it was it was a blowout there. Um, so I'm always keeping an eye on who's finishing those games. Clay starting off 0 for 6, then, dra- you know, drains that three. You're thinking, ah, oh, he's found it, he's found it. You know what? Wasn't a great night for Clay off the bench last night. They still won though, and that's the big takeaway there. Slow night, but it's all good. He'll uh, he'll be- I I've, I have faith that Clay will eventually he'll he'll be able to handle this bench role really well as uh, the great Bonte Hill comes into the studio here and uh, maybe uh, get a little sister. I'll dish the rock here over to uh, to Bonte. Sam, you just take a break now. You, no, I've done. No, I've done my job for the you day. Just take a so. break, dude. You, you talked a lot in like 17 minutes. Now it's Bonte's turn. Good job. I, I've dude. heard enough. Not, of man, have a good night. I can hear love from the bathroom. Just start. Do your thing. Dude, start. Start. Your thing. Oh, baby, we'll do that. Six thirty. We'll do that. Six thirty. Okay, right. It feels good to see you last night. Good to see dude, you. Did you, you like, enjoy the game? You're up here talking about the Laker brand, and you're not impressed, dude. I don't know, I don't know who these Austin guys. Reeves. You don't know Max Christie. I know them. Spencer Dinwiddie. But it's not. It's not James Worthy. No, it's not LeBron James. Kareem and it's not LeBron. LeBron James, who's just sitting on the bench, it's not chilling. Mitch Kupchak. <laughs> you think LeBron? I, I was watching LeBron from the tunnel yesterday. There's no doubt, no doubt. This is his last year at the LA Lakers. So why do you say that? Just look at him. And, and that report, and that report with the Warriors. Everything is manufactured when it comes to LeBron James. He premeditates everything. You think it was an accident that report came out last week that the Warriors checked in on LeBron James at Clutch Sports, but Clutch Sports. Immediately saying, yeah, we're good. Come on. Read the tea leaves. What's, Follow the tea leaves. What's Clutch Sports? Oh, that's uh, LeBron James's agency. I see. I didn't so know Clutch that. Sports, Maverick Carter, right. uh, Rich Paul, they control a lot of things in the NBA in terms of agency, clients, who moves where. Like the Toronto deal with the New York Knicks was not made. that. It was made that way with those players because there are some Clutch Sports players involved. The Clutch was like, yeah, we're not moving our players. So, Whenever something gets leaked like that, and especially when it revolves around LeBron James and Clutch Sports, oh, LeBron James had his fingerprints all over it. So you were you reading body language in the tunnel? Body language, everything that's happened this year with LeBron James, LeBron being on the bench, his antics, what's going on with the Laker bread, player options, all that stuff. There's no doubt, but forget the Lakers. Yeah, forget, forget the, the Lakers. Lakers. Screw the Lakers. Screw the Lakers. Dude, can I just, before we get going here, because it's early, yeah. just tell you how sexy you look last night in your, and your, did, and your Carolina like blue did, did suit. you like that? Dude, in your like tie. That? Did you like, like that? You came and said hi to me in my seats. I'm like, uh, damn, Bonte. You, like, you are, you're looking strong, bro. You, 49er Frankie, Daryl the Guru Johnson. <laughs> yeah, 49er How was that? How was that? Watching the game with Daryl the Guru Johnson. Let's just say they were checking other scores too, and I'll leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> they were on their Dude, phone checking other on their scores. Phone checking other they scores. were checking other scores last Dude, night. For, for obvious reasons. You're right, you're right. Yeah, we're not gonna get into that. We're not gonna maybe surprise picks, maybe some bet GM. Who knows? Maybe a little Bovada action. You wager. I'm not I'm just speculating here. But FP, you look dapper. Awesome. You look dapper. You look like you were about forty years old. Dude, I, I hey. I was thankful for the tickets last night. The arena was buzzing. It was a great atmosphere. I think Warrior fans are real excited. Four straight games with 125 points right. and 30 assists. That's, That's the saying. longest streak in franchise history. Come on, they're like they're trendy. I turned on Get Up this morning. You probably heard me say that on the drive in. That was yeah. the first. That was the first. That was the first thing they talked about. Is the Warriors? Warriors. They're back. They they're might be back. They won nine of eleven. I mean, there's not a lot going on in sports right now, but they were they're the slow. lead story on ESPN today. I mean, Lubman, he talked to me yesterday. He said, "Man, let's really get in the Giants." I said, "What's going on with pitchers and catchers? What, dude, 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 what I, are we doing?" I give. I, I, 
Dude, I, this is bad. As a baseball guy, I really don't care about spring training. See? I never, Thank you. I've never invested. Thank I, you. I've never invested in it. Get, get me to opening day, bro. When we get to opening day, I'll be fired up. Thank you. And it's, Thank it's, you. Just, uh, all these stories about so-and-so's in the best shape of their life. Yeah, I'm not, yeah I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not buying all this. Like, like, the, the, the ball sounds so good coming off their bats right now. They're, ta- they're taking BP off of hitting coaches. Any coaches. Susan Slusser tweeted that Logan Webb is starting what tomorrow? And oh I said, What gosh. is he on a four pitch count? Like oh it's, it's my a gosh. Fr- who cares? So yes, the Warriors are the story today. And we're we're gonna the talk about The Warriors are the story, and it's about them. I don't care who was wearing that Laker jersey. Hell Sadell three, Cedric Sabalos, Nick Van Exel could have been wearing Laker jerseys. This is about the Warriors. And over the next twenty eight games, yesterday was twenty nine. Now we got the Hornets tonight, right? The Warriors have the Hornets tonight at home. You can stack up some home wins. You get three games over five hundred. It's about how well you're playing and your form. And I heard you bringing that up defensively. They're playing team defense. They're contesting shots. They're not fouling. Lakers only plus two when it comes to free throw makes yesterday, as opposed to the plus twenty seven a few weeks ago. The Warriors offensively. How's the ball moving? Are people happy coming off the bench? Are they starting? Pots, great little two threes in that 17-5 run before the half to give them that breathing room to take a double-digit lead. Wiggins, eight, eighth, 20th point uh, game of the season. He's starting to run into form. Why? He looks more aggressive. Why? I don't know why. He looks like he just looks like, a good, looks like a completely different player. Whatever was going on with him, that's the law of averages. You believe in that, right? Yeah. Like a baseball player. A career 280 hitter is going to find a way to hit 280 by the end of the season. Andrew Wiggins is a career 18-19 point-per-game scorer who shoots over 45% from the field and can at times shoot in the mid-30s from the three-point line. It feels like the law averages are coming back. He's starting to get his money. He just looks more aggressive. He looks stronger. What about the tip in before halftime with one hand? He's more aggressive. He's attacking the basket, not settling for threes. And defensively, he's starting to play with a lot more force. He's starting to pick up the ball and saying, you know what? I'm going to shut you down today. This is who I am. I'm a two-way player. This is what made my money in the NBA Finals. So he looks like a completely different player. You know, everybody says the Warriors didn't make a trade. But I don't argue with people, FP. You did make a trade. You got 2022 Andrew Wiggins back. Yeah. You have Jonathan Kamiga, who's a 20-point-per-game scorer now. And you got this rookie out of Santa Clara, Brandon Pajipski, who nobody on their bingo card had contributing contributing to the success of the Golden State Warriors this season. So there's a lot to love. And, oh, by the way, going to mention number 30 dropping 16 in the first quarter to set the tone. It's like Barry Bonds. You're playing with Barry Bonds. You look up at the bottom of the fourth inning, FP. Like, damn, Barry's two for two with the walk, a homer, and a double. That's Stephen Curry right now. Yeah, but you look I, up in the first quarter, you're like, wow, he's already made four threes. Out of the all-star break, though. Out I of the all-star that was, break. That was important, right? To set the tone early, just dropping threes That's what I'm saying. out of the gate. That's what I'm saying. Right when I was getting to my seat. You're right. Well, you, yeah, you're probably late for tip-off. <laughs> Dude, we're going to get into my Uber driver, get into the arena last oh, night. But, uh-oh. It, the worst route ever. I live a mile from the arena. To, it, Why didn't you just walk? From Chase. I, well. You had, the, you had the Gucci's on? Well, yeah. I I, w- I was with somebody yeah, that probably yeah, couldn't walk yeah, a mile. Yeah, so. yeah, 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 I get that. I get that. Yeah, so. so you're going down in Barcadero? Or you, it's wow, okay that'd be bougie. <laughs> it is okay to be bougie. So yeah. you're a little little slow to get to the seats. So you missed like three of the threes. I, I got there at the start. But it just anyways, uh, I, I asked Goo this during the game. Who are the top three Warriors? Who are, who are your top three? I think the first two are pretty obvious. But then the third one we, we disagreed on. I went Steph. Um, Kaminga, and I went Pajemski, and he went Dre. It's definitely Draymond Green. It, it in is, that right? Top three. I think Draymond, I, I defer, Steph. I said you're right. And it's a revolving door. One day it could be Kaminga. One day it could be Andrew Wiggins. 
Hey, dare I say, one day it could be Clay Thompson, even though we didn't have a shot last night. I want to get to him in a little bit because I know a lot of people say one of nine, he sucked. Look how many baskets he created for TJD and others. Yeah. Just by being on the floor. Dude, I, I watched the game. I, he <laughs> just wants to win, and he and he contributed to a win last night. That's what he did. So that revolving door, it could be Pajipski at times. And Pajipski with that great run, the nine rebounds, the way he skies for rebounds over guys like Austin Reeves, and he's taking charges by Anthony Davis, leaves the league now in charges taken with 28. Just stack W's and do it. You know Steph's going to be the alpha dog. And he's playing like the alpha dog, dropping 32-25 in the first half. Boom. Setting the tone. Now, who else is going to come along for the ride? And right now, he's got a lot of guys coming along for the ride, FP. And it's a beautiful thing to watch. Dude, I I, I watched Pajemski last night on the rebounds. He had nine rebounds. Yeah. He's got the Rodman superpower. He knows where the ball's going before it goes there. Exactly. It's it, not the few this he way, just, that he way, sees the this ball, way, he knows that it's way. Short, <laughs> and he can see it's going to hit that right. side of the rim. Right. And he starts, he starts to go for the rebound. Before the rebound is a rebound, just based on watching the shot in the air. It's a superpower. Yeah, people were saying, you brought up the suit. Some people said, hey, Craig, Craig Sager swag. Rest in peace to Craig Sager. Remember yeah, him? The yeah, dude, his stuff was odd. Craig Sager's a wonderful human yeah, being. Yeah, no, yeah. Dude, dude, I got a story about Craig Sager on the other all side. All right, I, I need that. He's I need good. that. He's yeah, cool. I, I was, hey, man, I was trying to, it's the first game back from the All-Star break. Time to set the tone with the fashion. I had to Tony the Tiger socks on. I don't know if you saw that. I didn't see that. They're great. No, I didn't you know, see that. I, <laughs> I had to Tony the Tiger socks on, just in case anybody was watching out there. And by the way, shout out to YouTube. Twitch brought to you by First NorCal Credit Union. Upgrade your savings dividend. Open a First NorCal First Class Money Market today. I'm surprised FP didn't get to sleep, man. What a night for him. What a night for the Golden State Warriors. Shameless shout-outs coming up at 745. Shameless shout-outs. Plus, we're going to talk to the Saintly one. Gary St. Gene, he'll join us at 8.30 here on the Morning Roast. It is a Warriors, Warriors game day presented by Xfinity. At home or on the go, you'll get the fastest internet to all your devices. What's coming up in the game brought to you by Fremont Bank Full Service Banking. No compromises. I have something for everybody. And I'm going to ask a question. Because we're going to shout out our fellow roaster, Joe Shasky the Butcher. I'll Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Tell you on the other side here with FP Abate. Fifty seconds to go. Pajemski directing traffic. Waits for Thompson. Curls off the screen. Catches, fires, and buries a three. Top of the key. Warriors back up by 16. A seven-nothing burst of their own. And Clay Thompson's first hoop of the night. This is Clay Thompson, and you are listening to the morning roast on 95.7 The Game. It better not be roasting me if I'm giving no, all these intros. That'll never happen on this show, Clay. Three points, one of nine shooting, but he did have the five helpers, five assists, four rebounds. I love this. You know who this is, FP? You went to the University of Miami, right? Is this uh, Marley? It's Trick Daddy, baby. It's I Bob don't Marley. know what this world gonna be, but I know one thing. That this, this is the life for me. It's baby, I'm a thug. All day, every day. It's baby, I'm a thug. One change. Yeah, wh what did you do with that money? What money? The money your mom gave you for singing lessons. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, I bought some Gucci with I was, it. I was in on our trading cards. <laughs> the 12 pack I got with three FP Santangelo cards in them. Mom, how, I, how come I keep getting all these FPs? Oh my gosh, those are worth nothing. Hey, wait, what was the Marley that went to Miami? Bob Marley's son. He played Damien? football. Was that Ziggy or Ziggy? Ziggy, Ziggy, Ziggy Marley. Ziggy Marley. Football okay. Miami. The U. So I thought Lubbock was playing like the Miami U. stuff. But you must have had fun down Trip there. Trip Daddy's Miami. You yeah. guys both went to college down there. That's dude, I was on a mission there, dude. Yeah, you were on, on a mission, mission to get to the Bay. I didn't have fun. You did? I mean, I'd maybe a, a college football game on a Saturday. You let at the Orange Bowl, the OB. I was focused, dude. I was locked in. You were locked in? I was getting to the ballpark at noon. I was. I was. <laughs> I was. FP in South Beach? I just Come start, on, I man. I didn't start partying until I, I retired. Come on, man. I'll be honest, biggest cap ever on the show might have been right there. FP, I did not have fun in Miami. Yeah, I'm I did sure not you have... had plenty of fun. I did. Said no whatever. I promise you, dude. I was a nerd. Said no whatever. I was locked in. Said no whatever. I didn't go to class, but I went to, <laughs> I went to baseball. Hey, C's get degrees, right? <laughs> <laughs> By the way, get to some 95.7 Game Gear right now at breakingt.com slash 957. We got all sorts of cool apparel for you to wear whenever you want win or lose as well as some awesome gear repping the shows here 95.7 a game go to breakingt.com slash 957 I want to get to your Craig story Craig Saker story uh, first FP before we set the show up because we're going to have have a lot of fun talking about the Warriors and the Lakers as get up as you see on the TV more likely a recent West Finals Lakers or Warriors well we'll see we're a long way away 28 games the Warriors got to take care of business win another game against Charlotte move up in the standings and continue to stack wins and what's the playoff start We'll let the chips fall where they fall. Dude, I'll, I'll take I'll take the Warriors not just because I'm on you know their air, but I think if if you more likely to re- reach the Western Conference Finals, the way the Warriors are trending right now, the right. way they're playing, that I think it's an easy one. No, I mean there's no? a lot of parity. Yes. Look, they played OKC very very well this season, very well. They lost three to four matchups, but two to three, hell, three to four could have went either way. There was one blowout with OKC, but other than that, those games came down to the wire, if not overtime. Um, Sacramento, two-two series. Probably could have won all four of those games, no doubt. Could have won all four. You blew two leads and the two losses. So the Warriors have been right there. All the clutch games they've been involved in. I believe what is it, thirty-six now? If I'm not mistaken, maybe thirty-eight. There were seventeen and nineteen in those clutch games. Not good enough. They've got to be better in those games. But I do think if they get to a series, I'm not saying they're going to win a championship, FP. But they get into a series against an Oklahoma City Thunder team. That has never been there before. What are they going to do with the bright lights of Stephens Curry coming down the floor in the fourth quarter of game one of three? How are they going to respond to that? We haven't seen them respond yet. And usually young teams in the NBA do not thrive in the postseason. They've got to take their bumps and bruises. Will OKC be that team? Will Minnesota be that team? I don't know. I just like the way the Warriors are playing right now. You look at the month of February, seventh in defensive rating. They're top five in offensive rating. They're playing a more balanced brand of basketball, not just jacking up threes left and right. I like the way they're playing right now, FP. I think Warrior fans, Dub Nation, look, we're not talking championship right now. We have 28 games left. But right now, you can love the way they're playing right now and feel good about this team. I'm not saying Wiggins is the key to all this. Dude, when Kaminga goes downhill and he just gets the ball top of the key and he just starts going toward the rim at dude, full speed. He can't I'm, be stopped. Dude, I'm getting out of the way. Right. I am getting out of the way. Like, you can have your two points, dude. I'm this is I'm making a business decision to be alive. Mm-hmm. But, like, Wiggins, to me, represents the whole season. 
Thank you. Like he is the Warriors season in microcosm. Like yep. he wasn't playing well. It looked like he wasn't in shape. He looked skinny to me. I don't know if he was in shape. There's some questions about it. The confidence level. And I'm not going to say the Warriors go as Wiggins goes because that's that's too big a statement. I don't yeah. agree with that. But like his season. It's kind of like the Warriors season. Wow. Since and, he turned it around, yep. they've turned it around. He's playing with more energy and more confidence. The team is playing with more energy and more confidence. That's, that's spot on, FP. And, and, and all of a sudden, now he's a factor, and yep. he's, I don't know if he's one, two, three, I mean, two, three, four Who, most, most important guys. I thought he was the most important player coming into the season because of his two-way ability defending the top perimeter player on the opposing team, whether that's you know, you look at last night, probably Austin Reeves, right? Without LeBron James. If LeBron James is playing, he's guarding LeBron James. LaMelo Ball's coming to town today. He's going to be guarding LaMelo Ball or Bridges. You know, Denver on Sunday, Jamal Murray, if he's in that lineup, Wiggins will be on him. He's taking the head of the snake. He's your Scottie Pippen. He's your Kobe Bryant when it comes to defensive lockdown ability individually and setting the tone there. So you're on to something with Andrew Wiggins. If he's playing like this, the Warriors go up another notch. And now you add in Jonathan Kamiga. Whatever you're getting from him and Pajinski, it's almost like bonus money because nobody expected those players to thrive the way they've thrived. Did you get into a routine? You get into a groove. You start to get your confidence. You're not looking over your shoulder. You're getting your minutes. The team is playing with a certain swagger and a certain aura right now. And, yeah, I mean, you, you name it right now. It's hard to find fault with what anybody's doing. Yep. I mean, even Draymond, who I questioned earlier in the season, he's adding that energy. He's adding. Dude, he's playing great basketball, FP. Toughness. Dude, it is pass, what it is. His passing right. last night. It, it is what it is. Hit the three early. Well, so I got a stat for you. One thirty-two and twenty-eight. It's my favorite. One of my favorite stats. I don't know why, but the Warriors are one thirty-two and twenty-eight when Draymond makes at least two threes in a basketball game. Really? And last night, FP, he made his first three in the second half this season. But what that does, it's not just him shooting shots and, and hoisting up threes left and right. We're not saying take 10 threes a game. But when he does take that three, it makes it turns the defense into an honest one. All of a sudden, they can't sag off of Draymond Green and just camp out in the paint. They have to go out and honor Draymond Green and say, boy, Do they? if we don't contest his shot, I'm telling you, the shots, they don't still. Dude, I'm letting that Draymond... shot is available all day long, Good. though. I would let him. I'm not respecting his three. I would let it fly from Draymond. Let it fly. Yeah, but it, as the game goes on, I don't know if it's his legs underneath him. They start to get flatter and shorter, yeah. and then he barely starts hitting the front yeah, rim. I mean, it happens. He's fr when he's fresh. Out of the gate, he's got legs, and he makes the three. I and want Draymond shooting five threes a game, FP. Five? Five threes a game. Dude, if I'm playing— Make the defense honor you. Dude, I, I, he could make five, and I'm still leaving him wide no, open. I know, I know I'm you not, are. I'm not coming out to cover him. And he will he will bark about it. He will make you learn about it. He'll bark at you for doing it, too. <laughs> Give me that. But, uh, no, honestly, he's playing great basketball right now. He is. He's shooting 43.5% from three-point line this season. Again, he's not taking a bunch of threes. But 43% from Draymond Green, easily a career high. He's shooting 51% from the floor. He's giving you a damn near 10 points, 7 rebounds, and 6 assists. So when he's on the floor, and he's been on his best behavior, one technical since the indefinite suspension, Jermont Green is hooping right now. It's safe to say he's all the way back. And he's playing, like he said before the season, when he told everybody, told the whole world, FP, it's the most important season of my career. We didn't know what that meant. Then I saw him at media day. He said it means a ring. Well, you know what? He's playing He's playing some high-level basketball right now. You got to give him credit. What do, What do the Warriors need to do, in your opinion, to get to the Western Conference Finals? Who need, Who besides Steph needs to step up? There's got to well, be somebody else in case every, Steph has an off night or they take Steph out of it. I don't know if you can, but how, 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 what's your recipe? I know we got to well, go, but to, for them to get to the Western Conference, consistency Finals. from the others. 
You have to be consistent. That means taking care of the basketball, right? They had eight turnovers in the first half. Eight turnovers in the first half. You know what they finished with? Nine. Really? Yeah. One I, turnover in the second half. It's right in front of me with take, the stats. Take, yeah. <laughs> take care of the basketball. Uh, take more. Be more balanced at offense. Look, they're not living to die by the three recently. Of of their 107 shots, 41 from the three-point line. I love when half their shots come from inside the paint. They evened up the Lakers when it comes to points of the paint last night, 58-58. You're not rebounding the bigger Lakers. Just be consistent. And the second option is going to be different every single game. One night is going to be Wiggins scored a 20. One night is going to be Kaminga scored a 20. One night is going to be Pajipski with 13, Draymond with 15, Clay may come off the bench and have 20. That's the beauty of this team right now is they're getting healthier. They've got a lot of guys who could do a lot of different things. So whether we get to the Western Conference Finals, I wouldn't even work focus on that right now. Yeah, I know. Let's just stack wins. Yeah. And right now, if you stack nine in the last 11, and you host the Charlotte Hornets, who's one of the worst teams in the NBA. Things are good right now with Dub Nation. They're starting to turn it around. You should feel good. But I want to say this before the break here. And I may be late to break, Lubbock, but I want to get this out. Um, our brother Joe Shasky, we know he's, why he's not here, the butcher. And he made it public yesterday. He lost a father Tuesday morning. And we know how we all feel about Papa Shasky. He was a big part of the show. He came on. He had his old icon. It was Papa Shasky. And he'd get his five minutes and he'd get off. He loved Joe. Loved him. Would come with us to every event if he could. Um, taught him everything. Um, got him involved in sports. Youth sports. Baseball. You know, golf. You name it. He was everywhere. So our prayers go out to Papa Shaskin. You see the icon right now on YouTube in his Giants jersey. Willie Mays was his favorite player. So today what I want to do, 888-957-9570, as we honor Papa Shaskin today, we'll do it again once Joe comes back on the show. So we want to do that. We pay some respects on the post-game show last night for him. But in honor of Papa Shaskin, obviously he got Joe into sports. And Joe Shaskin, the butcher, has become a sports fanatic because of Papa Shaskin. What I want to do today, folks, and I want everybody to call in, who's that person <coughs> who helped you love the game? Whether it's baseball, football, basketball, soccer, it doesn't matter. Who's that one person in your life who got you hooked on the sports? We all have that person. And I want to do that in honor of Papa Shasky today. 888-957-9570. It's so obvious that Papa Shasky had a big influence on Joe Shasky the Butcher. Who's that? Who's who's the influence for me? Who's the influence for FP? Who's the influence for Sam Lubman? Who's the influence for you, Roasters? Could be your mom, could be your dad, could be your uncle, could be your auntie, could be your grandma. Who was it? Because I want to honor Papa Shasky in that way today. Uh, we lost a legend on this world, uh, on this on this earth. But legends live forever, FP. Legends live forever, and we'll never forget Papa Shasky. It's well said, dude, and that's a wonderful tribute. Uh, I'm excited to talk about that, and uh, just to get to know Joe over the last couple of months, he's a wonderful human being. Yep. I'm just lucky to be in his chair today, and it's an honor to be in his chair, and I'm humbled by it, uh, and, and and it hit hard when you heard what happened the other yeah. day. So our thoughts and prayers are, are with their family, mm -hmm. and uh, it's a wonderful tribute by you. Yep. That's a great idea. No, let's do it. Let's do it. Lubbock, he actually, he was the brain behind the operation there. We flushed it out yesterday before the game, so we'll do that. 888-957-9570. Who's that person in your life who helped you make, helped you love sports? Helped you get you hooked? I got a person. FP got a person. We'll do that on the other side, plus continue to break down the Warriors. Beating up on the L.A. Lakers last night, 128 to 110. That's all coming up. Brought to you by Fremont Bank. Full service banking. No compromises. 
Kaminga penetrates to Draymond. He'll take a three from the left wing, and it's nothing but the bottom of the net. Somebody was chirping at him on the Laker bench, and he shows three fingers as he goes back up the floor. Absolutely incredible. Bay Area is Draymond Green. The Morning Roast with Bonte Hill and Joe Shasky is live on YouTube and Twitch right now. Time for you to like and subscribe. All right, Day Day. Draymond Green last night, solid game for him. Goes 2-2 two two from the three-point line. Eight points, seven rebounds, five assists. Three and five from the floor just 21 minutes. And that was the beauty about the blowout last night, FP. As FP Sanchez goes in for Joe Shasky to butcher. We honor Papa Shasky in just a second here with your phone calls. 888-957-9570. Um, the Warriors are able to preserve their legs for tonight. A lot of guys didn't have to play in the fourth quarter. And that's good on the back, on the front end of a back-to-back. Now you get down the back end of a back-to-back. You play a young team in the Charlotte Hornets. Legs are fresh. Should be able to roll today if you take care of the basketball, take quality shots, and do what you do best, which is share the basketball, play team defense. Right now the Warriors are rolling, FP. Yeah, maybe they went home and went right to bed. And, and maybe. And got some good sleep last maybe. night. Maybe. Maybe. And they're ready for tonight. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. That's the hope. One can only hope, FP. Dude, back-to-backs in the NBA must be tough. Like, we used to joke about it, but, like, I think that's – I mean, you run up and down the court all night, so you're right to get it just off your legs for, what, six minutes or so? Six minutes, yeah. I mean, that's big. Six, 20 minutes in real time. Or you just take the night off like LeBron and don't even play. Don't even play. But you played in the he's, All-Star game. He's got an ankle injury. I'm glad he didn't play. Screw him. You know, watching LeBron <laughs> yesterday, just on the sideline, Yeah, I, I convinced myself, look, we don't know what's going to happen in the offseason. I do not want LeBron on my team because of everything that comes with LeBron. He's a great player. Great player. But I saw the locker room dynamic when it came to Kevin Durant and Stephen Curry. You know, and now you bring in LeBron James, who's uber sensitive about everything. He's passive aggressive. He's borderline narcissistic <laughs> with the way he tweets and everything. You're a psychologist. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, you know what? Just call me Dr. Hill. <laughs> he has multiple personality disorders. Yeah, he may. He just may. No, I don't know. Stop. No, I don't know. But it's everything that comes with LeBron James. It's all the baggage outside of that. Do we want to deal with that as fans? No. Come on, look like look. Brad, do you want to deal with Matt DeHegan, our program director? He loves. Look, we were talking about Matt DeHegan. He kept. Uh, what did he do yesterday? Oh, he tweeted out a picture of Stephen Curry saying, "If the Warriors win the championship, I'll get the tattooed on me." Like Matt, you need clicks, man. I'll just throw out your pro, uh, Twitter profile. You don't need to do that. Is, Matt. He, is he going low? But, is he going low back tramp stamp with that? Oh, I don't know. I think get he should go low back. Low like, back, just tramp stamp, like right, you know. Yeah, hopefully. Are we allowed to say that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you like the trap stamp? No, I don't. I'm just you, saying. Like, where's he putting the tattoos? Yeah, I, don't, I, don't I thought it was going to be on his arm. Maybe his shoulder. Is he going Post Malone? Do it right on his face? <laughs> <laughs> right on his cheek? Yeah. Go full Mike Tyson? Dude, uh, I saw this thing where they took all of Post Malone's tattoos off his face. It was like an AI thing the other day. That's a handsome dude. With I mean, whatever. I was, I was not impressed. With Post Malone before the Super Bowl. No. I didn't think he could sing. No. He sung like me. <laughs> no, he didn't. I don't know. <laughs> no, he didn't. No, what he didn't. is what? Like, Post Malone sounded like me. Come on. No, but, but, but anyway, I don't want to do a LeBron. Look at the YouTube right now. They're saying borderline narcissistic. No, he's the most self-centered dude of all time. I don't want to deal with LeBron James. Let him stay in L.A. I don't want. No, 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 no. 
But in honor of Papa Shasky, we are going to ask everybody out there, 888-957-9570. And I'm seeing some calls here. I know some people want to talk Warriors Lakers. We'll do that. But who's the guy? Who's the girl who got you hooked on the sports? Who's that person? Could be your grandma. Could be your great-grandma. Could be your grandpa. Could be your auntie. FP, who's that guy? In honor of Papa Shasky, because we know how he led Joe Shasky to butcher to be the sports fanatic. Coached him in all his little league games. Was at every game. Played softball with him. Golf with him. Came to our golf event over there at the Berkeley Country Club. Love Papa Shasky. He was a big part of this show. Who's the person who got you involved in sports, FP? Who got you hooked with the bat in your, uh, in your hands or basketball? Who got you hooked into sports? I mean, the obvious answer is my dad, who was a football coach in Sacramento for 40 years. And I grew up going to his practices. I was the ball boy on the sidelines with the jersey that was way too big. And I'd run out the ball to the officials when I was seven, eight years old. And oh, that's cool. Our, 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 our weeks revolved around Friday night. Mm. You know, Friday night lights? Yep. If if dad won on Friday night, we had a good weekend. If he lost on Friday night, we, we just steered clear. Right. And he would just sit in a room and watch film all day and try to break down the game so that's the obvious answer but like my mom was at everything she took me to everything she was so supportive she kept score at baseball games uh, she was at every one of my soccer games in, in catholic school she was at every one of my games and she had to she had to juggle right between dad's games and my games mm. so when you talk about the effort my mom made she made that possible too so i can't just say it was all my dad but my grandfather is the one that started the whole baseball thing yeah. in brooklyn playing on backfields um, and, and just pick up games, Sandlot games. And he, he had a love for baseball that he passed to my dad, which the sports thing passed to me. Right. So I, I would say a combination of those three. Wow. And, and the support, the support of my mom. I could, the, so my dad got me hooked on sports. My dad was like, he never forced it down right. my throat. He's not like, you go out and practice, you right. go out and shoot, you go out and run. He gravitated towards it. He just, he just like, hey, you want to go take some BP? And he would, we'd have a bucket of balls. And he would throw me batting practice. You want to take some grounders? You want to go play catch? Wow. You want to go shoot hoops in the backyard? We played we played one-on-one basketball. I remember the first time I beat I used to come in the house crying because he used to beat me all the time. He never let me win. And then when I was like 14, I beat him once. I came running through the house. Right. I finally You're beat him. Juiced and, up. And my, mom and, and my mom would say, you guys are too competitive. Right. You, you come in crying, and he comes in talking smack. But they just got to stop. But like, so the long answer is uh, those three. My, my, my dad's dad, my father, and my mom. Combination player. Wow. Wow. What about you, Lubbin? Who got you hooked out of sports? Oh, no. For me, it was my dad, uh, Jim Lubman. He he played the biggest role, if not the only big role, in, in getting me into sports. Uh, he was taking me to Warrior Games when I was like five, six years old. Mm-hmm. When, you know, my, my favorite player as a kid was always, you know, Mookie Blaylock and Muggsy Bogues because <laughs> I just, I love saying their names, you know, right. when I was five years old. Uh, I was like, you know, when Mookie scored, you know, the PA guy would go, Mookie Blaylock. I love that. Um, so he got me and they took me to my first Giants game, uh, June 17th, 2000, mm-hmm. against the Astros. Uh, first day after first grade, he took my first game and, uh, he took me to a lot of games the next year when Bonds did his his thing, hitting seventy three yep. home runs, and and I was hooked at that. And uh, but it was just basketball, it was just baseball, it was football too. We, we watched a lot of Cal football together. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he went to Cal, and um, all these things had big impacts in my life, especially the Cal football part. Because as I've said before on the show, you know our our, our love of Cal football it, it made right. us go to that Emerald Bowl between mm-hmm. Cal and Miami, which is what got me interested in going to Miami. And so it's it's. Goes without saying, you know, the him introducing me to sports, the the influence he had, and in, in, in my love for it, it is the biggest reason why I am here right now. Yeah. Um, you know, I love sports so much. I was never great at playing them, so the next best thing I could do is 
talk about them. Yep. And uh, he he got me into that, and so you Beautiful. know his his influences is present on me every day of my life. My love of Giants baseball, yeah. my love of sports. Uh, you know how hard I try to work at this job. He instilled that ethic into me as well. Yep. Um, and so, That's yeah, it's, it's all on him. I put it to him. That's beautiful. And we're doing this. We're talking about this because uh, Joe Shasky, Papa Shasky, as we refer to him on the show over and over, uh, passed away at the age of 66 Tuesday morning, unfortunately. Um, and we know how close Joe was, the butcher, to his dad, Papa Shasky. Um, grew his love of sports, no doubt. And I want to honor him. So we're going to take some calls, man. We're going to talk Warriors and Lakers, no doubt. Warriors are rolling right now. But my Uncle Dexter was the guy who got me hooked into sports. So as my dad and my uncles on that side of the family were out doing whatever they were doing, my Uncle Dexter would have me in a, uh, in a diaper, uh, no pants on, just a straight diaper and a T-shirt with some dry cereal, watching Lakers Pistons, watching horse racing, Watching boxing, and so my uncle Dexter, who let it on, passed it to what I, who I call my uncle Mitch, when I used to knock on the door of my neighbor. Hey, it's Bonte. They, I would say it so long and slow, and they'd be like, "Who is it? It's Bonte, right?" That's how I used to answer the door. They all laugh and stuff. But I was the only kid who could watch games with the OGs. I'd sit on the floor. The OGs are doing what they're doing. The kids be in the other room, but I was the only kid who was allowed in there because it's like this guy loves sports. We're going to let him watch with us or whatnot, whatever it was. So there was a bunch of influences, but the first influence for me was my Uncle Dexter. He's a sports fanatic every time we see each other. doesn't matter if it's in a hospital, whether it's at a funeral, whether it's at a repast, whether it's at a birthday party. We lock eyes and we start chirping. And they were chirping about the Giants and Niners and the Lakers like it was like I was five years old all over again. So we all have that one person in our lives who got us hooked on the sports. I see some texts here. Khalil King, he goes, my grandma's a fanatic. She got me involved in sports. So let's go to the Lions, FP. Let's go to Drew in Oakland. Who's that person who got him hooked into sports as we talk Warriors and Lakers and honor Papa Shasky today? Hey, good morning, fellas. Uh, long-time listener, first-time caller, so uh, thank you for having me on. Thank you. Uh, yeah, it was my grandfather, uh, Charles Houston. Uh, he influenced me to, um, for my level of sports. Um, like many African-Americans who immigrated from the South um, over to Oakland and, and the West, uh, he loved baseball, and he lived a couple miles from the Oakland Coliseum, so we would go to the A's games and watch the Bash Brothers during those glory years, and so uh, he really influenced me to my level of sports. Um, he passed away in 2008, and I'm kind of getting emotional because every time I go to his house, he would say, what team you got? And he would always have a football, baseball, basketball game on. And now I do that same thing with my son. And, like, that, that tradition goes on. Every time a game's on, I say to my son, who's four years old, I say, what team you got, you know? And it's just, yeah. like, our tradition now to say that. So, again, I'll take the rest offline. But, um, you know, shout out to Papa Shasky, RIP, and um, all to all the families who keep the sports tra traditions alive in their families. Good call, Drew. Let it stay strong there, Drew. Good call. Good call. And I know Papa Shashi's looking down at the Warriors right now, thinking that's the team that we grew to love. The ball movement. Steph Curry being special. Team defense. Communication. I don't know if you heard from Darvin Ham last night, FP, but after the game, he goes, Anthony Davis lost his voice, which is why we struggled defensively, because he wasn't able to talk and communicate. That's a real quote. Wow. Yeah. So, there you go. Papa Shashi wouldn't go for that excuse. Yeah, I'm Wow, is all I can say. To that. Did, let me ask you something, uh, Bonte. Was there a moment for you where it kind of all came together with your uncle, where you knew I love sports? Like one moment that you can remember, like all of a sudden you're like, at a very young age, you're like, wow, this this sports thing is cool. Yeah, I think I was in the room with my grandmother. It was the '89 Giants, first baseball team I grew to love. You know, Kevin Mitchell. Will Clark, 
Matt Williams, Kurt Mayweather. You had Steve Bayrosian in the back end. I mean, Rick Ruskell. I mean, you had you had legends there, right? And I remember they were playing a series against the Dodgers, the Clinton in L.S., and they lost, I think, the first two or three games of the series. And I was irate. I was crying. I was living and dying on every single out. And I was seven years old. And my grandma was like, dude, you win some, you lose some. Chill out, dude. Like She's like, chill out. She's all cool, calm, cool, and collected, doing her puzzles or whatnot, 1,500-piece puzzles and everything. And I'm sitting there begging the table as a seven-year-old. Come on, Giants. Damn it, let's go. Like, I, I didn't understand. I thought you could win every single game. And maybe it was that moment where I was just like, this is what I want to do. Because every time I left the house, we'd go to Walgreens around the corner. We'd shop lift a wiffle ball bat and a wiffle ball. Come on, dude. We didn't have the money. Wiffle ball is the wiffle best. Ball, and we'd go play, we'd play baseball all day long. We count our home runs. We make the cars to bases. The vehicles that was in the parking lot, the van was first base. The Toyota Camry was second base and whatnot. Um, and then we play football. We play basketball. We do all this stuff. But that moment, thinking back to those games, and obviously the Niners had something to do with that as well. But I just remember that vividly was like, oh, I can't live without sports. I need it. And when I used to get out punishment, you know, because I was a bad little kid. But my mom would be like, <laughs> Yeah, well, you're shoplifting. Yeah, as a seven-year-old, right? I remember I got caught doing that. Uh anyway. <laughs> Statue of limitations, right? We were all good. Um <laughs> I'm thinking about seven-year-old Bonte swearing while watching the Giants lose, though. That's what I'm thinking about. Yeah, uh, no, I got popped in the mouth for that too. But listen, <laughs> but but no, seriously, like that when my mom would put me on punishment or whatnot, I that grew my love for newspapers. She's like, you ain't watching, so you got to read about it. I'd have that sporty green every single day. Every single day. I'd linger around the newspaper stand waiting for somebody to buy a paper, and I grabbed one right after him as a kid. You know, I was I was terrible, right? I would go to people's doorstep. I saw a chronicle. I'd snatch that bad boy. Sorry to all the people I stole newspapers from. The Examiner. Whatever it was, I had to read every single stat. I would read that thing forward to backwards. And so as a seven-year-old, I knew, oh, I've got a sickness. And this is what I want to do. Now, if I don't play it, how do I cover it? And I, I've been blessed enough to be on these airways and be on television covering the sport I love. Doing what I would do if I wasn't working in sports, which is talk about sports. But as a seven-year-old FP, I was like, damn, I, I can't live without it. I knew what every first pitch was, what every tip-off was, what every kickoff was. I would be locked and loaded for that intro on KTVU when Giants baseball would come on. I had to be there. I had to. I couldn't miss a game. I've lost jobs over games. Florida State, Florida played early 2000s. I was working in the kitchen uh, on Hayton Fillmore. It was this uh, restaurant, Korean restaurant. I was supposed to do the dishes one night. Florida State's playing Florida. I'm 18 years old, FP. One versus two. I'm not going into work. I'm not missing this game. <laughs> and those guys came to my house, and I'm like peeking out the window like, oh, my God, they just came to my house. I, I stood up the job. But that's how much I loved it. And that love hasn't dissipated what, whatsoever. So that's a long-winded version of me no, saying dude, that. No, that's a great that story. My love. See, that's, that's the stuff I want to hear. I want to hear, like, the moment you knew. The moment. Oh, it, like It's that. cool. Like, this is a great tribute to, to Papa Shasky. I love it. And the person that was most influential. But, the, but there's always, like, that a moment. moment where you're just like, this is great. Like, wait, what? Was that moment for you on the sideline with your dad coaching? No, it was uh, It was my first ever baseball game at Tiger Stadium. And wow. I'll never forget it. I was six years old. My dad took me to a Tigers game. And if you remember Tiger Stadium yep. in left field, they they had the upper deck and it hung over yep. a little bit. Uh -huh. So we were there early for batting practice. And I was watching two Tigers play catch in their white uniforms with the blue piping oh on the side and the so old classic. English D. Oh, that's so sick. And, and, and we were just watching them play catch, and we were leaning over. We didn't say a word. Like, you go to a game now, it's like, give me right. a ball, give me a bat. Right, we're just right. sitting there, 
and we were watching him play catch. And one of the guys kept looking up at my dad and I, and he would throw another throw, and he'd looking up at my dad and I, throw another throw. This I'm six years old, dude. So I'm asking my dad, like, oh my God, there's grass in the middle of a city. There's a park right in the middle of a city. These guys are playing baseball on the grass in the middle of the city, and they get paid to play baseball on that grass in the middle of a city. And the grass was so green. I right. remember walking through the tunnel. It's like a movie. So they got done playing catch, and one of the guys threw the ball up, and my dad caught it. And it, it was a pitcher named John Hiller, a wow. relief pitcher. I, ca I caught the baseball, or my dad caught the baseball, handed it to me, and that's the day I knew I wanted to play baseball wow. for a living. Wow. And, and, and I knew right then and there that I wanted to be a big league baseball wow, player. That's amazing. And I told this story once on the air, and John Hiller got wind of it. He was a pitcher that had a heart attack, that came back from a heart attack and played in the major leagues. Wow. And had a great career after that. And so he heard that story, and it was through the grapevine. Yeah, so yeah, that that's the day that that's I knew. That's amazing. And I was a Tiger fan. Until Tiger we, fan. Until we moved to California, I became a Giants fan. Wow. I was a Tiger fan growing up. Tiger Stadium. Tiger wow, when Reggie Jackson hit the roof in the All-Star game. Wow, that's amazing. That's yeah. beautiful right there. As you're listening to 95.7 Game, KGMG FM in HD1 San Francisco. Don't forget, you can also watch us every single day on our YouTube and Twitch streams. Just log on to search 95.7 Game. Be sure to like and subscribe to the channel while you are there. Brought to you by First NorCal Credit. You can upgrade your savings dividend. Open a First NorCal First Class Money Market today. And shout out to the Comcast Business Tech Line. What's the moment you love sports? I love that. I love that. As we honor Papa Shaska today, he left this world a couple days ago. Uh, at the age of 66, but his legacy will live on, especially on this show. Let's go to Tamir, my man Tamir in Oakland, man. Long time no talk. What up, Tamir? Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, how you doing, buddy? Good, good, good. Uh, for me, it's uh, also like, Joe, my dad passed away last year, so I kind of you know the emotions and stuff is there. But it was him. At, when I'm younger, me and my brothers growing up playing, he played baseball. So I got into baseball first, but then just seeing the love that he has for sports all around. We don't root for the same teams. He's a Niner and, you know, a uh, Giants fan. I'm Oakland and the Raiders and stuff, so we bumped heads on that. But other than that, he got me into sports, and that's the reason why I coach basketball to this day, to just help, you know, the Oakland area or Hayward area where I grow up at, just make sure kids always get to – find that love for the game of sports so I got that from him so oh, that's awesome and RIP to uh, Papa Shasky as well too. yep absolutely that's a good story Tamir good story let's go to Big Smooth in Oakland Big Smooth what's happening you're on the roast hey man you know what I was going to talk about the Warriors uh, yeah go ahead really get some Warriors in we're still talking Warriors yeah, well, and Lakers we can never talk enough about that Levante, let me just say this, man. I, first of all, condolences to the Shasky family. Yep. I know how it feels to lose your dad, so I want to say condolences. And you know what? I want to uh, on the topic. Let me say this, man. It was Howard Cosell for me. Wow. It was Howard Cosell. He Howard just Cosell. made everything seem like it was just the best thing ever. You know, you remember the old Monday yep. Night Football highlights? Wow. You remember that? Uh, that 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 you remember that yep. music? And it made you want to run one back from the one yard line and go all the way. To the house. Uh, Howard Cosell was the one who was calling the shots when Muhammad Ali was doing his thing. Mm -hmm. So for me, it was just Cosell. I wanted, I wanted to uh, be a part of what he was talking about, and it made sports seem so great. I, I remember my grandmother took me to a Giants game. It was the, it was the Giants when William McCovey got traded to the Padres, mm. and the Giants were playing the playing the Padres. I never forget this a guy named Nate Colbert hit three bombers that day. And, and it was, it was, it, I ended up playing college basketball, but me, baseball was the first sport that I fell in love with. 
But anyway, man, I, the Warriors are, are dynamic, man. They, they, they look like they found their identity. Two-way Wiggs is back. Mm-hmm. My mm-hmm. goodness, this team is deep. Um, man, I knew that they were going to run the Lakers out. You could tell yeah. at the onset. They had that twinkle in their eyes. Mm-hmm. And I want to say big props to Steve Kerr, who had to stand here, take all these questions, when it looked like everything was falling apart, when everybody was dancing on the grave of the Warriors. Well, guess what? They're back. And those talk that, that talk, de- Big Smooth. Detracted, those that detracted and said, I'll never watch another game because of Draymond Green. I bet you're watching and I bet you're popping popcorn right now, baby. I just want to say welcome back. Dub, blessings, and I'm out. Big Smooth coming in strong. Dub Nation, we got a break here. What's the moment you knew you love sports? What's that moment for you? 888-957-9570 as we continue to talk th- about that in honor of Popashowski, plus Warriors rolling over the Lakers. You heard Big Smooth. He believes the Dubs are back. Look, there's 28 games left. I'm not going to go that far, but I like what I see as they've won 9 of 11. They've won 5 straight on the road. The four matters. The eye tests. They look like they're performing at a high, high level. They've been one of the better teams in February. Let's see if they can continue that tonight against Charlotte. Stack wins, and then you get a big one on Sunday. That's the game you need to go to Sunday. Get some different nuggets. The hey, champs are in town. Let's go. Bring them Come on. on MP. Bring everybody Come on, on right MP. now. I better see you there Sunday. I better see you tonight and Sunday. I'll I get be, a weekend. I'll be there. Hey, Raymond, you listening? No, no, needs no, two no, more. no, no, dude, I'm good. MP needs two more. <laughs> That's just coming up in the game. Gonna, I'm not going to be like that. <laughs> That's just coming up in the game. Brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 